The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our look at the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. This is part three of our look at the Guardian cards. In this episode, we are going to discuss Bestow Resolve, Field Agent, Guard Dog Level 2, and Handcuffs Level 2. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisper in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus one, zero, or Elder Thing, respectively. Cards that you build around or cards that are good in one particular deck get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the list of taboos or are simply bad for the big game get a Curse Token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these player card reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Cole Monroe Trudy for the amazing art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the Whisper and Darkness logo, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much, I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back everyone to our review of the player cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. Matastrophic and I are making our way through the Guardian cards. We are going to start off with uh, Bestow Resolve. It is a two-cost asset that costs two experience points. It has a willpower skill icon. The ritual trait uses four charges. As a free triggered ability during a skill test performed by an investigator at your location or a connecting location, spend one charge, commit a non-weakness card from your hand to that skill test, treating all of its skill icons as wild skill icons, and it takes up an arcane slot. What do you think about this one? So this one actually, like, the, the more I look at it, the more I actually like it, because this is like an enabler. This enables, like, a whole deck type of... Um, kind of min-like where you can remote commit yeah you can remote commit and you can um have extra you get additional options to commit as well because you can you can convert icons into the icon into the icon type that's required it doesn't exhaust which is also really nice so you can do this you can use it more than once a turn as i usually do i like to um look at existing cards and kind of like as like a baseline and i immediately think of well prepared in fact, and then I think of there's well prepared, high roller. Okay, so you had well prepared, high roller, cornered. Recall the future, I believe. Is the recall the future secret. and quick study was the seeker one. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think so. so all of them tend to once a turn give you averaging about plus two to a skill to a skill test. You know, usually for yourself. And then okay, so now I look at this and I say, okay, well it's the same cost, same XP. Okay, I only get to use it four times unless I, you know, reload it with more charges, which could be a lot of fun, by the way. So I can use it multiple times in a round. Okay, and I can help not only other players with it, but other players who are not at my location. So this is already doing something beyond what the existing options already did, in that I can use it multiple times and commit to the team. Then you add on the fact that this is like an enabler. So like even if I'm just using this on myself, I can convert icons into the icons I need. You take that, then you look at cards like Defensive Stance that we talked about earlier, which can have a boatload of icons on them. I mean, you're you're going to be overkilling skill tests if you use things like Defensive Stance, but this kind of tells you what we're like. 
the range of the bonus we're talking about here. We're talking about three plus. If you you know to, you're talking about three icons or more that you're throwing at a skill test here, and then we can get into the fact that you can get you can add on the additional effects that mm -hmm. skill test you know that they often have. Like imagine like a remote commit quick thinking. Like that's just a very basic example. Or like watch this or something. This is all quite good. I like this card. Like it just enables a new way of a new way of building a skill-based deck. Yeah, this is the, yeah. I think, the first time or the only card that lets you basically commit a vicious blow to a shriveling attack for the <laughs> That's extra, right. for the extra oh, damage. Oh, I love it. You get the extra damage. Oh, like, I love it. We haven't been yeah. able to do that before, and this sort of thing enables that. Now, you've uh, talked about in our previous reviews a couple times about you know a card like Helping Hands where you can't commit two skills yeah. to a test, and yeah. this is lets you break that as yeah. well where it it's does. like okay it does. i commit my guts to your skill test oh and by the way i'm going to toss this other thing in my hand oh my gosh, you know and guardians right. have so many of those those cards with yeah. off skill icons you know the combat yeah. agility skill icons that are just kind of they're not super great for tests and suddenly they're getting all of them are unexpected courage Oh, yeah, or more even. That's like, pretty, there, pretty nice. Yeah, I like this. And then think you start thinking about things like Steadfast, which have like four or six icons on them. And so you're hitting the point where this is a lot of icons you could be throwing. And then you get to add on, you get to look at, you know, old cards anew again because you get to look at like their effects thinking, oh man, I can commit this remotely, you know, and they get the effect. And then I immediately, another thought I had was um, the starter deck xp skills you know the ones that or if you succeed by two or more you draw two cards mm -hmm. oh man you, like you start loading up on those you could have like a 15 skill deck with this as, as the um with bestow resolve as the uh, like the fulcrum i think there's something there and i i also personally admit i love when cards let make me uh encourage me to look at previous cards in a new light i love it when when the game does that yeah it's such one of the dealer. decks that i've that yeah. I've seen online is using uh, Carson using this with the desperate skills, and suddenly you don't oh, have there to. You, have, go. you don't have to have taken horror. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you, yeah. you slap this on the table, and then every desperate skill is online all of a sudden for four yeah, just, for four wild and, skill icons. That's yeah, and that's just crazy. A, an initial like five seconds of thinking about it. Like, I think there's a lot you can really consider with um, skill card effects. Yeah, that I think might require like might require a bit of delving. I'm thinking about things like Fearless, level two Fearless. If you're able to put it in the same deck as Bestow Resolve, being able to take any test and heal horror with it, that starts looking pretty good. I like this thing. Like it just makes you look at old cards in a new light, and and it all and it just works. You know, like you can take anything in your hand, you can throw it at the test. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that it's an arcane slot for most guardians, that's not going to be a huge issue. I mean, you can play a two of this thing if necessary, run it down. Yeah, or... it's probably worth it for the for the extra charges. Yeah. yeah, empty one of charges, slap the second one down. How would you rate this one? Ooh, um, I think this is going to be a blast because every time I, because every because every thought I have about this involves a deck that 
kind of revolves around this. So I think that's kind of the definition of a bless. Yeah, I'm going to go with bless because you're looking at like, I, I even though, yeah, you can throw things, you can throw cards that are not skills at tests with this, which is also pretty nice. I think my thoughts on this keep revolving around like decks that have like 14 skills in them. So I think I'm going to give this a bless as a result. Yeah, I think a bless is a, is a good place for this one. I was probably going to give it an our first elder sign because i think this is one of the most interesting cards that we've seen in the box so far and opens up a lot of interesting territory but yeah you're probably gonna have to build around this one to a certain extent to get the most the most out of it although i don't really know how much building you're gonna have to do if even if you're just converting some of those those sort of guardian events with run-of-the-mill skill icons into unexpected courage that's oh true that's still another pretty good yeah because another angle you could have here is something where you have very few skill cards but you have a bunch of cards that have mismatched icons like a smattering of mismatched icons and you could suddenly get three um three wilds out of a random asset or something i think there's also something to be, to be investigated there yeah, but a a very uh, exciting card here in uh, Bestow like Resolve. One of the uh, yeah. the cards I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to playing with. The next card is Field Agent. It's a four cost asset with uh, that costs two experience points. Has uh, intellect and agility skill icons. Speaking of mismatched icons, ally and agency trait. You get plus one intellect as a free triggered ability. Exhaust Field Agent and deal one horror to it. Discover one clue at your location. It has two health, two sanity, and takes up an ally slot. We finally get to beat cop for clues. Yeah, I like this thing. I mean, the immediate thought is Carolyn Fern because you can heal the horror. But I think in a lot of a lot of guardians, I think this actually works out really well. I do admit I have a I have a uh, special place in my heart for Roland Banks who doesn't use beat cop. And, you know, kind of leans into clue gathering. And I think this is kind of perfect there. If all your plan- your deck is planning to do is destroy enemies, I probably wouldn't suggest running this because this is still, it's taking up your ally slot. It is two XP. It costs four. That's quite a bit for two clues compared to like, say, scene of the crime. But if you're flexible or if you're planning to be the primary clue getter, this is actually really nice. I like this. I like this a lot. Just not in the traditional, like, heavily you know like heavily focused guardian i'm thinking like something where you're trying to do at least be flexible then i think this is kind of great how would you rate this one so i think this one's i think i'm going to give this one all right so hmm this one's kind of a tough one because it doesn't go in i don't feel like it goes in every guardian deck if you're going to do occasional clues i probably wouldn't suggest running this as well because of how expensive it is because I think okay, so how does she ju- how does she justify being there over beat cop? You know, is kind of the real question here. And if you're in a deck where that's if you're playing a deck where that's the case, then I'd say it's pretty good. I think in a general case, I'm going to give it a zero though, because it is kind of expensive. Yeah, I think a zero sounds right. Like this is a, I think this is a good card, but um, I think you have to be playing the right type of deck. Well, not not so much the right type of deck, but not the wrong type of deck is what I'm getting at. So I feel like she belongs in a deck where scene of the crime and evidence won't cut it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I sort of see this card as being 
I mean, I, I see, I guess I see beat cop and field agent being on opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, if you're, if you're playing beat cop, you're planning on enemy management being your yeah. primarily primary role. If you're playing field agent, then you're playing either a flexible guardian who can do a bit of both, or you're playing, you've, you're forgoing enemy management altogether and you're just playing i'm going to help get clues and maybe do some healing along the way uh, like somebody like carolyn fern who can constantly you know heal the horror off this thing and use its ability consistently so i'm going to give it a plus one because i think in that style of deck yeah. You can't really go wrong with it. Just like you can't really go wrong with a beat cop in a in a combat focused yep. deck. I think if you just flip the script and go non combat, then this is the card this is the ally that you would want yeah. in that style of deck. But it I is think... I mean oh, it is yeah. Tesla's clues, right? For a horror yes. you're getting yes. to at least two of them before you combine it with any sort of healing yep. and or ally tech that uh, either allows you to heal the field agent and or boost her sanity in some way so you get extra uses out of her so yeah i think if she had three sanity i think she'd be a plus one for me because at two sanity without any comboing you're looking at two clues and then she's gone off the board so that kind of com- that's why i'm kind of comparing her to say scene of the crime which also gives you like two clues yeah if she uh, had three i think she'd be very good but she'd be like really really good i think at three though but i, I feel like if she ended up at, at, two, at two simply because of beat cops ubiquity maybe they felt beat cop at, th- at three health is too good well this game also suffers from a pro- this game does overall suffer from a problem of one clue is worth more than one damage I feel like the fact that she can discover two clues and beat cop can deal three damage is kind of appropriate because clues are better are generally better than damage one for one. It's it's again it's that narrow design space, <laughs> you know. It's like there's not a lot of room for air, you know, for like tweaking those dials. But I, I think she's she's like perfectly designed, and like perfectly designed. I feel like she's a zero. The next card we're gonna take a look at is uh, an oldie but a goodie. This is Guard Dog, level 2, 3 cost uh, asset with willpower and combat skill icons, allying creature trait. As a free triggered ability, you can exhaust Guard Dog, engage an enemy at your location. That enemy attacks you. As a response, when an enemy attack deals damage and or horror to Guard Dog, deal 1 damage to the attacking enemy. This card was uh, designed by the Council in Exile at Arkham Knights 2020. It has 4 health, 2 sanity, and takes up an ally slot. Now, everybody who plays the game should be familiar with uh, Guard Dog since it was released uh, in the core set, since reprinted in the revised core. This one uh, adds a whole bunch of functionality to Guard Dog. You, As a free triggered ability, you get to engage an enemy, which uh, I know a lot of Guardians uh, are uh, need to do. And uh, the Guard Dog's counterattack now triggers on horror as well as uh, as well as damage, and he gets an extra health, I believe, on top of that. So yes. uh, you get many more attacks uh, out of the Guard Dog. Oh, how I wish I could play this in my Daniela Reyes deck, but uh, unfortunately, 
That is not to be. What do you think about the guard dog? As a 2 XP upgrade, I think this adds a lot more functionality to the guard dog. But here's the most important question. So I admit I'm looking at this on ArkhamDB and there's no image. What did they do for the art? It's the new art. Oh! It's the new guard dog art where it's biting the tentacle. Okay, well, that's good. That actually improves its, uh, it actually improves the card for me. I got to admit. The problem is they're going to have to taboo it because they need, we need to have a choice of art. We got to have it match. Right. So it has yeah. to be uh, reprinted with the uh, Yeah, it's got to be printed with art. the old, with yeah, the old it's art. Yeah, we got to taboo the art. Yeah, just like with what happened last set with medical texts. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. We we got to we're going to have to fix that error. But as to the text of the card, not the art of the card. I think it's nice. For like 2 XP, you get a lot of additional functionality. Not only does it have additional health and sanity, which is worth XP by itself, but the fact that you can engage things, that's really nice because that means you don't have to spend another card slot on um, Riot Whistle to get that effect. And I I like how it incorporates Riot Whistle in there. I think there's a lot of cool combo. There's a lot of cool situations where you can engage a cultist and just have it ping the cultist and deal with it, you know, for... Uh, not an action. I think that's pretty sweet. I like how it can pull in aloof enemies. The fact that you were already devoting a card slot to um, guard dog and you're already running guard dog means that you were already willing to take some attacks in order to have the, the dog bite back. So the fact that the enemy attacks you is not necessarily a downside because you were already kind of prepared for that already. You know, because remember, guard dog does nothing if you don't get attacked. Yeah. So this kind of forces the issue. You know, and, and gives you the free engage as a result. So I think this is well done. I think the Council in Exile might have uh, struck gold on this one. Yeah, we've seen a few of these uh, upgrades in the past where they sort of tack 2 XP on the card. And the upgrades have been somewhat lackluster. Uh, yeah. I think of Dodge from uh, Edge of the Earth being one of those cards where it was just sort of like, okay, very sort yeah. of minor upgrade. This feels like the you're getting a lot for that two XP. The yeah. engage. I mean, guard dog's weakness has always been the fact that it couldn't take horror and, and counterattack. That's been fixed. A yeah. little extra health and health on top of that, so you get a few more attacks out of the guard dog. Even better. I mean yeah. if you were playing guard dog before, I think you'll be very, very happy with the uh with the level two version. This is good. It, it has additional XP, but it, it, it didn't get an additional cost on top of it. It got additional health and sanity, and it has additional functionality that is quite nice. Being able to like ping cultists away without spending any actions, I think it's really cool. Yeah. How would you rate this one? I'd say plus one. Yeah. It's not going to go in every Guardian deck, but uh, it's, it's I think this is pretty solid. Yeah, I think this is a, a plus one as well. I. I was playing Guard Dog a lot in, in Daniela Reyes, which is why I'm kind of sad I can't take this one in her because she can't take the up, upgraded Guardian cards. But You know what we're going to have to do? I think we just need a taboo Daniela Reyes to just make her a Guardian. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this was coming, so... I can't say I, I remember I was but... actually I was actually suspecting that this was going to be a survivor card. Oh really? Because of Daniela Reyes. Oh. Yeah, that's 
man, if they'd done that, that would have would have been overjoyed. But uh, alas, yeah. But that nonetheless, if you are playing, if you have been playing Guard Dog in the past, I think you'll be very happy with the uh, yeah. The I also, version. as a cherry on top, I like how this is in the same box as motivational speech, because um, Guard Dog in the past, at least for me has never been ally number one or two. It's been ally three and four when it comes to deck slots. And I think when you have four or more allies in your deck, that's when motivational speech really kicks in. You can literally, like, without provoking attacks of opportunity, you can drop this guard dog into play, you know, as an action, and then you can immediately start using it without spending any money. Like, I think that's really good. Yeah. So I like that synergy within box that we have here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you that Guard Dog has, mm -hmm. or at least the level zero version, has always sort of yeah. been further down the uh, list of allies. You know, I think you've got Beat Cop at the top and then sort of filter down from there. And Guard Dog was always always sort of played second fiddle. And I, I feel yeah. like this version of Guard Dog really, the Guard Dog has brought game this time and uh, is going to make some Dog people... Deck take a second look at that ally slot and see if oh right you were right you just i just realized something i realize why it's not survivor because because then a uh, duke there may have been a debate of whether he was top dog right and we can't have that the no. game the community is not ready for that debate so it had to be guardian the final card we're going to look at in this uh, batch of reviews is handcuffs this is an upgrade for the level zero version which appeared in the depths of yoth uh, mythos pack this is a one cost asset that costs two experience points has a combat and agility skill icon item and police trait it is fast as an action if handcuffs is not attached to an enemy evade use only on a humanoid enemy this evasion attempt uses combat instead of agility if you succeed remove all doom from the just evaded enemy and attach handcuffs to it if the attached enemy is non-elite it cannot ready and doom cannot be placed on it so i have never played handcuffs i understand that uh, it does get played in the parallel roland quite a bit oh um, right he's right he's a special case but yeah. uh, my understanding of handcuffs was the chief complaint about handcuffs was say you have the wizard of the order on the table and it has two doom on it handcuffing the wizard of the order at that point is kind of pointless because that two doom is going to stick around and cause problems yes. for the rest of the game the upgraded version of handcuffs eliminates that issue doesn't matter how much doom the uh, is on whatever you're handcuffing that all goes away and then you don't get to add any more that's a very narrow circumstance but yeah you know. that's the thing like i know when this card was released it was the i believe it was the first card that let you evade with uh combat instead of agility which was a big deal and it doesn't take up a slot which is another yeah. Uh, another yeah. positive about the card this one there are a couple of other things about it it is cheaper by a resource the old handcuffs cost more it is fast which is a pretty significant yes. upgrade to the original which we're not so now you're getting a uh, this comes down for free or not for free but you get to play it without an action and go from there what do you think about this one so historically, adding fast to a card has cost two XP in the past. 
subtracting one from the resource cost has historically cost one XP. So if you just compare this like for like to the old handcuffs, the original handcuffs, this was this was kind of like a three XP card. So I sense that they're doing the thing that they do where they release a higher XP version of a cost as a way to f fix the, uh, you know, as an apology for the original. Remember, yeah. Yeah, remember uh, just above when you were talking about uh, kind of designs where they just slap a couple of XP on them and, uh, you know, nudge a few numbers, <laughs> you know, like, that's what happened here. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that sense as well that this was... Uh... Yeah. The, the original handcuffs kind of missed the mark and this is mm -hmm. the this is what handcuffs probably should have been yeah at least. without the two so the, xp the, but I mean, the even problem, if they the thing left is, the cost oh, the same yeah the thing is what it what this doesn't do is solve the problem of the original handcuffs and that was a flavorful restriction on humanoids like that was mm. that was actually the problem with the original handcuffs but this you spend extra xp and you don't solve that problem um yeah there are campaigns where i think handcuffs is great um campaigns involving high health humanoids namely the Innsmouth conspiracy i am proud to say that i played rolling through the Innsmouth conspiracy i handcuffed a giant deep one every scenario and i was happy to have been playing handcuffs in the Innsmouth conspiracy that was a very targeted very specific use of handcuffs and the fact that they're adding two XP and making it fast does not address the problem that handcuffs is overly restrictive. So it's like, why does this card need to exist? No reason. Like, not there's not a lot of reasons why. Yeah, but, I I don't really have strong feelings about this card either way. I never played the the original version, probably because it's one of those uh, not being fast. It was one of those sort yeah. of third or fourth or fifth assets that I just never get around to playing as a solo mm -hmm. player. And so I either just kill the cultists or, or move, yeah. on um, and move on. Also, like when it comes to neutralizing things in a single action, we got bolas. And in most cases, bolas does the job. Especially, I mean, bolas. if you're looking to evade with combat rather yeah. than agility now, I mean, bolas yeah. does fill in that, uh, fill in that gap that, handcuffs mm -hmm. originally tried to fill yeah how would you rate this one Ooh. um thematically i'd like it i just wish they i just wish they could we could scratch out the humanoid bit you know yeah i understand it's like a you know flavorfully it kind of has to have the humanoid enemy because it's got to have hands in order to cuff it which is the actual problem so would i pay two xp for this I don't think I ever would, because I think I have more important things to do as a guardian. I mean, instead of handcuffs, I'd much rather take a bestow resolve, and that's for sure, field agent or anything we've looked at so far. Am I ready to give it a tentacle? Probably not, because it does still do something that is like worth the cost on the worth the XP cost on paper, which is minus one um, minus one resource cost and fast. So I'm going to give it another thing. Yeah, it feels very much like a, a luxury upgrade. Like yeah, if you're, exactly. Luxury if you're upgrade. Rolling yeah. in XP and you're playing yeah. you happen to be playing handcuffs in a campaign where handcuffs are good, like the Insmith Conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, if you've got the 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 two XP to spare, why not? Or the four XP, depending, you know, if you're playing two copies. But yeah, Guardians have so many things at this point to upgrade 
over this that I just feel like this is w way down the list. And I fa in fact, we're going to look at at least one card here in the final batch of uh, investigator cards, the upgraded version of prepared for the worst that, you know, that makes a case for two XP. Yeah. Certainly before this one, you know, I'd spent oh, two XP yeah. on prepared for the worst level two before I'd pay it for this. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think eld elder thing is, is appropriate. I mean, if you're playing handcuffs before and you love handcuffs, then I think you'll be thrilled with this. I don't know how happy you're going to be to pay two XP for the privilege. Yeah. Maybe just take that Sharpie and scratch out the two XP on it. And just, <laughs> just, Feels appropriate. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe pay full, you know, pay two, two resources for it, but uh -huh. you know, enjoy them being fast <laughs> and sort of playing how handcuffs should have been in the first place before they needed to be tweaked. There you go. There you go. Yeah, because the real cost is the is the action to make the evade test. Oh, and then we have Bolas in the same set. I do admit it is nice that you have two cards now that can evade with your combat. Bolas, you can like put Bolas and handcuffs in the same deck for for more enemy neutralizing fun. That is kind of cool. I will admit that. That's going to do it for part three of our look at the Guardian cards in the Scarlet Keys Investigator expansion. Let us know in the comments down below what you think. Are you one of those players who uh, has played handcuffs? What do you think about the, uh, the new version? Any final thoughts on uh, this batch of uh, upgrades? Bestow Resolve is super cool. Yeah, I that's... Am, uh, I, I love it when a new card makes me go back to old cards and look at them in a new light. And this is like gonna enable a whole whole new deck build. That's pretty sweet. I gotta say, I think field agents. I think field agents is a nice role filler. I think I'm, I'm glad that it it kind of helps fill out that non combat guardian or the generalist guardian. I think guard dog was. I think guard dog was actually a really good upgrade. I think they did a good job with that one. Handcuffs kind of misses the mark, but you know what? I think three out of four is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, after Bolas, Bestow uh, Resolve was the card that uh, really grabbed my attention. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it it opens up new possibilities for, yeah. for Guardian play. I kind of wonder whether there might be, I mean, I know there are those Guardian sniper decks that wanted to sit in one spot. Maybe there's, you add this in there where it's sort of you become the sniper who sort of mins tests around them so it's just like i'm gonna sit here and shoot at stuff in the middle and then pass out skill tests skill bonuses to anybody who happens to be in locations adjacent to me or something like that oh. uh, but yeah i mean it's it's one of those cards <laughs> that gets you thinking whereas yeah I mean, exactly. a lot of the a lot of the cards in this uh in this particular batch i mean guard dog is a known thing field agent is it's new but it's its ability is you know, we've seen it before in a slightly different flavor in, in beat cops mm -hmm. since the core set and handcuffs is basically a tweak for a card that's, yeah. I don't know, three years old at this point. So uh, some of these we've, uh, we've seen before where uh, bestow resolve is uh, something new and fresh for uh, players to, uh, to play around with. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment and subscribe. 
If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.